See this? This is my boomstick! I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. They're talking about it. They are talking about it. And we're talking about it on yeah, air. Whatever it is. This is Slow Robot a Go-Go. Oh, that's what it is. All big right. show number 114. Huh? What makes it big? The 113 before it. That's what. That's right. My name's Mal. With me, as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. What do we got going on? Well, you can go to bunchofdorks.com and then there's three buttons. They all contain awesomeness. Top one's about movies, middle one's about comic books, bottom one's about stupidness and, and music. So there's that. You can go on Stitcher and iTunes and, and Slice and Thing and stuff and man and do searches on Google. Or then you can also listen to me. If, you ha- if you're if you like, wow, I really need more Mao in my life, you can go uh, tune in to Radio St. Pete, 10 p.m. every Sunday night for my show called The Indie Circuit which is great fun. And join us on Facebook and other things. What do you got going on, Dr. Morbius? Not as much as you. <laughs> I don't know. I think you do have more. I just am like kind of, oh, I'm, I'm like doing the hard sell. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. No, you've been through a few cups of coffee, too. <laughs> not enough. Uh, not enough or too much. I, I can never figure out which one's which. which yeah, I, I like. never developed a taste for coffee. Mm. My, my, my friend said one time when he was a kid, he had, he had somebody had given him a cup of coffee and he thought it was the most horrible thing in the world, but then he went to an IHOP and he had another cup of coffee. He said that at that moment I was hooked. It was the greatest thing I ever. Oh yeah, dude. I I've lived on coffee since I'm 13. Yeah. I've never not had coffee a day in my life since I'm 13. You are a coffee achiever. That's one way of putting addiction. Yeah. Horrible, horrible hooked addiction. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's worse than that. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about like it. Meth, but. Yeah. yeah. What do I have going on? Cup well, of meth a day is really too much. Yeah, cup of meth. <laughs> Take a cup of soup, right? A cup of mess. Yeah. You guys injecting that weed and drinking those cups of mess. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Damn kids, get off my yard too. Yeah, that too. Get off my, get out of my, get off my cloud too. Hey, hey, you, you get off of my cloud. Yeah, nice. good song. Yeah. What do I have? Well, I got the the two dimension thingy. That's the second button of greatness. On, yeah. Uh, bunch of dorks, which will take you to a comic book podcast, which will change your life. <laughs> and put hair on your chest or something. I don't know. And then, nice. Yeah. Then I got Destination Nightmare where I do the comic book, more comic book things, but I actually public print comic, not print, upload comic books, and you can look at them and read about them and read about movies and listen to talk about music. See, that's and, like uh, that, that yeah, you got a lot going on on that blog, man. You, yeah. You, you, that's a really like active good blog. It is. It's active every day. There's something on there. I try anyway. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah. It, I can't ever keep that kind of a schedule. Like, cause like Slow Robot a Gogo has a has a Weekly. blog. You can go to Slow Robot dot WordPress dot com, but I don't do much with it. I mean, I do. I I upload the shows through it, and there's other little stuff here and there, but not every day. That's I have a lot of comics and I scan them sometimes too, so I've got like you know a lot of stuff to wow. show. And even though even though sometimes it gets repetitive because we talk about certain artists a lot, but we like them a lot. And we're, we're I mean the comics we talk about we're more like art centric than writer centric, mm-hmm. so we're really into you know the the Frizzettas or the stuff, Kirby's yeah. or people like that. And you know if that's your game, man, just go over there. Destination Nightmare, you know, blog, Google nice. it. That's awesome, dude. The um hey speaking of funny books yes what's up with them killing off Archie that okay. made that made like the uh, CNN okay. news 
I, I asked my local comic book. It's the only way I know book. anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, exactly. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm not I, a, I asked my local comic book dealer the same question, and he did tell me. Is that King Don? No, he's a fan. He's not I thought King Don was like a dealer on the side. No, like he was in like 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 in a, in a in like sneaking out behind a bowling alley. Hey, dude, you want to buy some comics? Yeah. Like, no, he drives out of his schools and he goes, hey, First kids. comic books for free. All the rest are going to cost yeah. you. It's like, hey, kids, I got comics here, you know. I mean, if you don't take one, he karate chops yeah. your neck. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> a scream a stick. Wops! Oh! <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. There's a book called Life with Archie. Now, the original Life with Archie, I don't know how many issues it went, but it got canceled somewhere along the way, and they created a new Life with Archie. Now, the new Life of Archie book, which was, I think, more of a magazine format, it was more of a... It was even more imaginary than the regular stories were. He were. wasn't all edgy and brooding, was he? Oh, my no, God. No, but in that magazine, they had, they had like, okay, this is hard to explain because every story in a comic book is imaginary, but these are like... Stories that are more imaginary than the comic book ones. They don't follow the storyline mm. of the real. They're kind of like alternate storylines. But at any rate, in the life of Archie, there's a storyline where he marries Betty. There's another storyline where he marries uh, Veronica. Oh, Veronica. Veronica, yeah. Or Godzilla. That'd be cool. And then uh, it's gone like, I don't know how many issues, 30 or 40. But since it's a different storyline, I guess you're going to end the book and they're going to have it ended by him getting taking a bullet for somebody and getting killed. So he's going to leave two widows in that book, and then the nice. book will end. But the thrill Oh, the my God. Then it should be like the gay lesbian lover life of yeah, Veronica and Betty. Don't like, th- they would, yes. like, they would meet and fall in love at the funeral. And they could talk about Archie and how... <laughs> how he was a big dweeb, and they were yeah. just using him for his money. Yeah. And then they'd start twerking. And then it would be a modern comic. Yeah. And then um, See, now that's imagination right there. That's breaking off from the storyline. But, story but Archie's line. got all sorts of. They've got another one called Afterlife with Archie, where it's like the the, the Walking Dead with Archie. So they have all these other like you know alternate. Wait, are you making this up? Or is no, this I'm, true? I'm 100 serious. It's up to issue four. It's really good. Who knew? Um, it's called Afterlife with Archie. Yeah, it's for real. Who knew Archie even was a thing? I didn't even think they made them anymore. I thought that was a thing yeah, from like the, the 40s and 50s, and then after the jalopy stopped driving, they were like, ah, we're done with Archie. And Ar- Archie's been trying to get relevant for a long time. They had created a character called Kevin Keller, who's a gay character. They did the afterlife thing. Now they're going to kill him. I mean, I think they still do the regular comic books for like you know the the kids. It's yeah. become like it, it's it's kind of like an they're industry, but franchise it, isn't. it. They're trying to make a yeah. franchise out of it, and they still they still have those little digests that you see at the supermarket. Yeah. Oh so. wow, that's all <coughs> still rolling, huh? Yeah, they're they're they're. Um, I did not think that was a thing after like the '60s. I did not. think I know. That was it, even it, I know. I stopped. I stopped really caring after the '70s or the '60s, yeah. but. Yeah, it's still when um, they kill him off. They should do. Remember the remember the this famous Superman uh, death c- comic book. Uh-huh. They should mimic that a hundred percent and j- just like yeah. have the front just like that, and then it comes in the black sleeve and all that stuff. So you're like, yeah, that would oh, been great. The, that would have been great at the cover of. <laughs> they totally uh, cribbed him. They just cribbed the whole thing. They should just do the whole thing. That would have been great if the the if the cover of uh, Life with Archie would have been like there was an issue thing called. Uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth, and the, the the cover was when Supergirl dies, you Superman holding her crying. It would be uh-huh. great if you have Jughead holding a dead Archie, <laughs> and he's crying. That would be so awesome. <laughs> that would be, I'd buy that. I'd buy that. I because like you know what that stupid <laughs> that stupid death Batman or the the, the Superman. You remember dies. that crap? No, every, like everyone's like, oh my god, that's gonna be worth yeah, so much. And, uh, well, no, it's not. Everyone in the world bought it. I think I have it in this room somewhere. Like it's in like. I have some comic books, not well, many, but well, here's Spawns the deal: and ICPs and 
funny you should mention that because I was running a comic shop when that happened. That had to be a hundred million sales. They had a, you had to sell. Well, it, it, they sold a ton, but people still wanted it because you know they wanted their ten copies or whatever. I had fights. I had I'm a woman sh- crying <laughs> for one. You know the whole nine yards. I'm, I I envisioned them just bringing like a, a truck and then they would just drop four pallets at every comic book shop and then you just like shovel. You just had a shovel and you were just shoveling like, the death of Superman out the front of the door and what just happened? saying, leave your five bucks here or ten bucks or whatever it was. What yeah. happened was everybody, you know, people got them, they got their copies or whatever, and then within like two I want months, a sealed one. Yeah. They were they all came sealed. They were sealed. Within two months, they saw the price go up and they tried to sell it back to us and we're like, no, we don't want them. We already got enough copies. We of still them. have two pallets left. Yeah, yeah, we still have a ton. And so it became like it wasn't supply and demand. It was demand. It was way too much supply. Demand and demand. Yeah. It was so, demanding uh, money from so, people. So that kind of caused like a downslide in the comic book industry. The guy that I worked for at that point had like four comic shops going on and after that ended. It, he went back to one after like four or five more years. Wow. You know, the comic industry just went was totally. The other things happened, but that was like oh, yeah. that was like the the peak, and then it just like well the market it flood. was a bubble the same the same time the housing market too same thing no it was bubble. running concurrently with the uh, sports cards yeah that crap because oh my god I have some yeah. uh, everyone was buying them at that point it became cool and then everyone was buying them and then you're like ah uh, hmm. the sports cards when the you know what happened was it became the uh, First, you had the comic shops, and then the sports shops, and then they became the unholy alliance of comic books and sports cards, and that was also like a killer. Dude, I, I remember... And beeper stores. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, beepers. <laughs> the sports guy, remember the sports guy that had a shop next to us had sports doesn't cards that, and beepers. It, does, it says that in the beginning of this movie that we watched this week, doesn't it? That film says, turn off your... Like, if you watch the trailer before our film, it says, un, uh, turn off your fax machine, unplug your phone... And put Our film du jour. Yeah, and no, put, film du jour from '72. No, oh, oh, what the hell? Which one was it then? Oh, it was. It was the other one I watched this week. It said, "Turn off your fax machine, unplug your phone, and put your beeper in the sink, because uh, you're not gonna want to get bothered during this awesome movie." Uh, and it was in the front of it. I was like, "Oh, here we go." And it yeah. was all bad from there. That's a sign of greatness. Oh man! Turn off your beeper, kid. Freaking beepers. Remember the beepers and people beep beep beep. You got a phone. <laughs> I remember people used to go into the card shops, and like they would open the pack. They'd buy the pack right from the there, guy, yeah. open it, and then just be like, "Okay, this one's ten, this one's four, this one's seven, and they'd sell it right back. Wow! And it was like, "What do you do? How is this even anything? How is this a?" Sports cards were really good up until 1980 something, and then when they became mass marketed, then it became it, it killed it. Just nothing. Yeah, I have. I have Emmett Smith rookies. I have like I have I a lot too. of stuff. I have sh- tons of Favre rookies and stuff. And Shaq, I'm sure it's worthless. I don't even know. I never even looked at it. I just you can look on eBay. I put them in a freaking pile. I put them in a box. Those boxes that look like sleeves, and there they sit since the day I, since I collected them. And I'll just put them in the attic. And after I die, someone will find them and go, hey, these are worthless. And they'll throw them in the garbage can. Well, see, the thing about comics is you can actually read them and enjoy them with a card. It's like, oh, look, it's Joe Namath. Oh, look, there's yeah. his stats. Yeah. So what we did, we would just play, we would just gamble with them. We'd play games where we'd put two packs. Of, we, would, we, would get, we would get like a pack of cards. We'd, we'd flip it in two. The back of them would have numbers. You know, the cards would be numbered. Oh, and you yeah. pick And you bet how many cards you want. That well, You could pick the highest number. If you didn't, you lost them. So that's how we got cards. You're listening then. to Slow Sports Cards A Go-Go. Yeah. Dot yeah. WordPress dot Y. Back in the days when it was innocent. Before the shops and before all the other. Yeah, the shops. The shops. Any rate. Man, 
I had a yeah, all right, yeah. We'll we'll say I'll save this other discussion for BOD since that's more of a free form. Let's get on task, man. Yes. Let's get focused. What do we do first? Do we do what we watched first? Yeah, yeah we could do what we watched first. All right. I got I I don't have very many. Um so I'll go first. Uh I watched Ultra Cop 2000. Chinese? Yeah. Weird Chinese. That's the one that had the turn off your fax machine and I really? went and I went, "Uh-oh." And it said beat was I was like, uh-oh, and then, was yeah. Was that on Netflix? This, no, I got the, I got the disc from Netflix. <coughs> this okay. is one of those messy ones. Like, there was a, it was 80s, so it was, or like early 90s, but it was, you know, early 90s China looked like late 80s USA, you know what I mean? Like, the hair and the, and the kind of the, the cheetah patterns kind of everywhere and stuff, and it was... It was just weird. It, it it was one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, I don't understand what's going on. And then the very end, the guy. Okay, spoiler alert, everyone. The, at the very end, the, the the girl who's starring in it, who she, we've seen her in some stuff. She's she's a pretty good actress. She goes over and she goes, Hey, wake up! Don't 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 do so much dre- daydreaming. This is the twenty first or the twenty fifth century. Like. Like, this guy was dreaming it the whole time, and you're like, oh, no, what? No. And it, like, cut to the end. There wasn't even credits. Like, it went that to... Sucks the, when it, uh, it sucks when it does. It, it was like, I don't... What? I even rewound it, and I'm like... It sucks when it does. What? <laughs> it was just stupid. <clears throat> okay, and then I'm going to put a big tried to watch. I tried to ro- watch Rock and Roll Space Patrol Action is Go. Now... This title was like, oh, that sounds pretty funny and cool. Put it on Netflix. Disc arrives. Ah, this still sounds funny and cool. Put it in. Right off the bat, you see the Toxic Avenger, and you were like, oh, no. Trauma. Oh, God. I hate trauma. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. At The first couple I thought were funny. Like, or, or like, this is like the first, like, yeah, like long, 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 100 million years ago. And ever since the Toxic Avenger or whatever that one, they've just gotten worse and Cartoon, cheesier yeah. and crap. And you're like, what are you doing? You know, it, 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 there was nothing. There was not a redeeming quality of it ever. <laughs> nothing. Not there. Like we could film a better movie right now with my camera and just as we're go, as we're filming, you can set, think up ideas and we'll do them, and the movie will turn out just as good as that one. Like. I'll bet you money. I bet you uh, five bucks that we could make a better movie were there, were today. There, were there naked women in it? Because that's the one. No, selling not points. that I, I didn't get to them. Wow, it was just terrible. Like I, I made it like twenty minutes in, and I was like, screw this. There this was one my friend loaned me, and I kind of got through it, but it wasn't really that good. Poultry guys, meat, wheat, ma- meat, weed, madness. Go figure. Uh, yeah, and then there was poultry guys that everyone yeah. thinks is so funny. It isn't funny. Just don't waste your time. Uh, and then the last one I watched for the week was uh, actually Cowboys and Aliens, which everyone hated on this one, and I don't know why. Um, funny, stupid, but I don't know. Had Daniel Craig in it, had Harrison Ford in it, had uh, I forget the <laughs> I forget the girl's name, but some she her, she's a really famous actress. But it was fine. It, it, this received like so much hate when it came out. And everyone, like, it had the backlash, and it was terrible, and why is James Bond in this thing? And you're like, I don't think that's what they were doing, and, you know, I don't know. Shia LaBeouf was in it, which I was like, eh, I don't know. So, yeah, Spielberg co-produced it, so you gotta figure, Spielberg, that was right when he was doing the Crystal Skull stuff, so 
Mm. Harrison and Shia LaBeouf were probably... He probably had them working together on this one, and then he said, okay, now come do the real one or something. But it was fine. It, I don't know. Like, it was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't like the storyline was, like, wire tight and perfect. Who cares? Like, if something's called Cowboys and Aliens, what the hell do you think you're getting into, you know? Well, here's a, here's a subject that I was talking to a friend of mine about earlier uh-huh. today. It's like, when you review a movie, do you, are you like going, you know, it's kind of like what you were saying. Do you go in to see a movie like um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and criticize it or, or critique it as the same way if you would something like Citizen Kane? You don't. You have to take it for what it is. And, and nobody does. Like, and everybody wants to criticize. Everybody wants to review a movie as, as if, okay, you, well, you're going up against the greatest movie ever made or a drama or a, or a biography or something like that. And it's just like... No, you have to kind of like take the genre and kind of see it for what it is as a popcorn movie or as... At a, least apply it a little bit. And you apply know, it a little bit to your yeah, review. Like, you, you want certain things to happen. You want a story arc. You want competently shot things. You want the continuity to be there. Entertainment. You, you, yeah, and you want to be like... You want to get pulled in, whether it's like a thriller or a rom-com or hilariously funny ca- comedy. Well, then, okay... But yeah, that's what it is. Like exactly what you're saying. You don't. I don't look at Cowboys and Aliens and go, "Hmm, I wonder how this stacks up to the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life." It's well, not. It, it, you you kind of check your brain at the door and go, "All right, Cowboys and Aliens, man. You know, and see what happens." It's 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 like it's like this friend of mine did once. We went to see the movie Orca. And I'm not going to mention the <laughs> name, but but he knows he knows the he knows what I'm talking about. If you ever listen to this show. And afterwards, we we left the theater, and I'm going like, man, that movie really stinks. And my friend goes, well, you know, it had elements of Greek tragedy. And then, uh, <laughs> I would have punched him so hard. <laughs> if it was, I would have slugged him in the arms so hard, he would still be feeling it. And that's one of the greatest <laughs> moments of my life, I think. I mean, you're not going to go... I mean, you can... Don't go to see Orca expecting anything but, you know, like, a Orca, ripoff of Jaws. Orca really left me down with that lack of mise-en-scene. Yeah. And uh, Orcas, what was his, what was his motivations? You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's a big dumb fish with a little tiny brain. Yeah. Okay, action. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's all I watched this week, and I'm in the middle of watching one that's, that's very uh, gripping. Uh, it's called uh, Last Days on Mars. I'm halfway through it. Um, it was a deep space exploration. It, it was kind of just a sci-fi thriller or whatever like that but it's turned quickly into a horror movie and it's it's huh. pretty yeah it's 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 got me it's scary oh, okay not scary scary but you're like holy hell yeah, you yeah. Know. You're, you're, you're you're like it you want to yeah. watch it you're oh, not yeah. like bored or no and it's like really that. well done at first i was like oh i hope this isn't like an indie film nothing against indie films but you know sometimes i want to see more than 45 bucks spent on a movie and this one seems like it, it felt like it was an indie movie at first but just the set pieces and just the way it's been created, it can't be. It had to be a, a pretty pretty big, ex- expensive film, you know. Okay. Well, not they were very good at it. Good at making it not look like that if it wasn't expensive. You know? Well, yeah, because sometimes, you know, people go to movies and they come out. I mean, I remember going to movies. Again, movie reviews by, like, regular people or whatever. Going out and going like, oh, man, you know, th- th- looks, this movie was so huge and the effects and the sets it were so great. And I was like... Yeah, but the movie wasn't so great, but they were more overwhelmed by the spectacle of the movie than right, that the movie itself. That yeah. seems like every movie, most movie, new movies now. Yeah, yeah, uh, a just, lot of It's times. more about the CG. It's, it's more about the effects. It's and, like uh, wrestling. <laughs> that, this one isn't like that. This one is 
I'm I'm genuine story. You care about the character. Every character genuinely has its has their flaws and their reality to them, and you can kind of you can kind of place. I know someone like that, and oh, I hate people like that, and I know someone like that, you know. Yeah. And it's now it's getting like intense, you know. And it's, it's I'll talk more about it next week. I'm All sure because right. it. Really, unless I get blackout drunk and forget it exists, then you'll have to remind me, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, okay." Okay, wait a so, minute. Hold on. Let me like, you know, see if I can remember. This. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, "Was that a thing? I don't even remember that thing." Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, you can always taser yourself. No, sometimes that. when I'm drinking, the flash memory doesn't make it to long-term yeah. storage. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it kind of shorts out, and whatever happened like around that general time just kind of pip just goes away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, uh, so, what did you watch this week? Oh, uh, what did I watch? Well, I was on Netflix, which I rarely on, which I might be getting rid of soon. But at any rate, really, yeah, is, is I mean, that, is that the cutoff point? I was looking for stuff, and a lot of the stuff that I was looking for wasn't wasn't there anymore, like certain cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going like, wow, they really like they really trim the edges, and I go, well, let's what, let's see the new additions. Excuse me, and all it is is just like new, freaking shows or new movies. Yeah, they're throwing like, a lot of stuff at the wall. They're trying yeah. to see what'll stick, you know. I mean, I, I was into it for like the old, you know, stuff that I might. So there's a few movies that are there that I want to watch, and mm-hmm. maybe in a month or two I'm going to be done with them. Unless see, I, they, unless I, they do a complete change. The reason I I kept it or I've kept it, I'm keep I'm keeping it, is because I also have the three disc pack. Yeah. Like, and I I, I crank on that thing. I'm all about turnover. Like. Yeah. Even the one t- the one day the mailman like jokingly laughed. He was like, "Oh, let me guess, Netflix," because like there's. There's never not one or two in the mailbox. Wow. Like, I really just hammer this thing. Like, oh. they probably have, they hate me. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like one of those people that's on the hit list. Like, we can get rid of him anytime. Because, like, I'm never not watching or sending back a movie and Did you ever get, one. like, two or three times this, the movie with it with a busted disc in it or whatever? I mean, oh, I, every now and then it oh, happens. God. But then they ship it right out, though. Yeah, I did that once, and they sent me back another one that was busted a couple times. When you click online, you say, oh, it's damaged. They yeah. send it the second they get that email, and then they yeah. just say, just return it. Yeah. You know, that happened with Cowboys and Aliens. That was busted. It, it wasn't broken, but it had a, it had this weird thing where it would, like, it would jump scene. Oh. Like, it, and and it wasn't, like, I wiped it off. It wasn't like I didn't know how to wipe a disc off. But it, but it was doing that thing where it was, like, a scene would just go, and it would just, like, pick up, you know, eight minutes down, and you're like, wait, that's not right. You know, so it was flawed. They sent another one out that you know came the next day, so whatever, I don't care. Actually, I was just thinking about something. We could talk about this on BOD. Do you go to the movies anymore? The theaters? No. I'm do you gonna miss see, it? Well, I do some. Like I saw Pacific Rim. I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna see the new Godzilla. Uh, yeah. But I only go and I go to the Mongo package where I go to see I go to the 3D, IMAX. Uh, like uh, if I don't just go to see some dumb thing because my my TV screen out there is simulates just about the same as a movie theater in real life you know what i mean like in reality where you're sitting in relation yeah, to yeah. so i don't even miss it but like i'll see godzilla in super duper 3d oh, okay. craziness you know not the first day but like probably the, two weeks in you know nah. unless it's the most horrible thing in the world then i'll just wait <laughs> which i'm scared of but i mean that i would I, be too i hate um movie theaters i hate i don't I hate love them. i love movie theaters i hate people well, yeah, the people that, that don't know how to behave, yeah. And there's always people that don't behave. Or you're just going to have some ex-sheriff shoot you to death. You know, we so were, there's that. You, you were back then. <laughs> it's just a weird thing that I remember. I don't know if you remember this, because by the time you went, maybe they didn't have them. You remember when they used to have smoking sections in the theater? No. 
No. That was like the biggest joke. They would have a smoking section. It was cordoned off by like one of these like... Yeah, the velvet know, rope problem. The rope or whatever. <laughs> so it's like, okay, in this section you can smoke. It's not like anybody else can smell your smoke, you know? <laughs> you but just it's come just, wafting out of her. Uh, oh, God, that was such see, a See, they used to smoke everywhere. They used to smoke on planes. They used to smoke yeah. in... And even uh, where we worked used to have smoking in there. I heard where we used to work, where I used to work, they used uh. to have smoking indoors. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Look how the shift to vilify that has changed, you know. And and, and a lot of countries, like, you know, Japan, that it isn't vilified. They, it's still okay to do it that. It is. Not, not, I don't think it work. But, you know, yeah, like, they'll have... They, they, and stuff like that? Some. Oh. It's not... I don't know. Anyway, we're, just, doing, we're doing a BOD show right now. No kidding, dude. All right, so what, <laughs> so, what did you watch? <laughs> so, I watched this some I went on Netflix, and I, like, was... Looking for stuff, which I couldn't find anymore, thanks. So I watched a few episodes of uh, Kolchak the Night Stalker. That was the, uh, there was two Kolchak movies. There was The Night Stalker and The Night Strangler. They came out in the early 70s and introduced a reporter called Carl Kolchak who got involved with a vampire. And he became like a kind of like, he became a supernatural, you know, involved in all that. And then they came, then since those movies did good, the two, Night Stalker and Night Strangler, then they had a TV show for a season. And he basically was the same kind of like he's dressed the same he basically like gets involved with all these supernatural things like i watched about four episodes one's got a jack the ripper guy one's got a werewolf one's got a zombie and one's got a vampire and it was it, they weren't bad like i said i'm not gonna like critique them like if i would be critiquing something oh yeah you know but it but for what it was it was good and the thing about it was was the good characters that's the that's to me, is one of the more most important things in a movie to care about the characters. Good yeah. care. If you don't care about the character, if the actor playing the character is a dud, or it's like, oh, you know, I wish they were just, you know, st- stupid or whatever, then you're not gonna, you're not gonna give a shit about the movie, you know. That, yeah. So it's really all about characterization, because that's what makes you care if the character dies. That's what makes you care if the character wins. If it's like, you know, if he's so again, it's based on characterization. The special effects are okay. There's a few creepy scenes in them, but. It's definitely hmm. worth watching on Netflix. It's that happened, to, Strike, that happened to a movie I watched um, called Buffalo 66. I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, but I watched that and I you was... You hated that guy. No, and I was like, I don't give a shit about a single person in this miserable piece of crap. Like, I couldn't identify with people. And I should have liked the movie. It had a good premise. It had a good... It was shot well. You know, but I was just like... I don't care for a single person in here. I wouldn't break my car for anyone. Like, I would just keep driving and run you down if there was anarchy, and I would not even think twice. We, like, we, you know, we talked about, about it before. Yeah, I, yeah. I just kind of... That guy's life, you know? I, rem- <laughs> I remember a few schmucks like that back when I was a kid. I guess. I, you know, that, but that's... Every yeah. time somebody says, I couldn't care about their characters, and I'm, I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's my standing uh, example of, like... Buffalo I should have liked this movie, and I just don't give a shit at all about any of you. I hate yeah, you all. Yeah, you know? I liked it, so there <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah, differences of opinion. There what? You did you watch anything else? That's it. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to rock our lists, and then we're going to get on to our movie at hand. We're already at halfway mark. I think this one's going to run a little bit long, but I don't care. All right, we'll be right back. Help! Help, please! He must be all hopped up on crack cocaine. Lord! Every city has its downtown area, the place where it's all happening. Why don't you go downtown for a little action? That's where they're waiting, Main Street Women. It's all happening now in the year's most shocking look at today's wild lifestyles. 
Don't miss it. Main Street Women. Rated R for adults. No one under 17 admitted without parent. From Independent International, Main Street Women want you. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yes, first there was truck stop, w- stop women, and now Main Street women. Main Street women. Next there'll be side street women, and then, um, <laughs> and, that's, and then, and of course, the annoying one is just for me because, you know, I kind of have to. That's how you roll. I, that, that, I, that's just for me each time I put it in because I laugh every time I hear it. Oh, boy. Okay, so what was our, what was our, what are we doing this week? What was our list? Top 10 horror moments. Nice. All right. You want to go first, or should I go? I'll, I'll go first. All right. I think I, somehow I think we've we've touched on this before, and but, we might have, and we we're gonna have a lot of overlap because there's certain iconic horror moments that everyone remembers, the like Alien, the chest bursting. Yeah, of course, you know. Exorcist, the head spinning. I didn't do the head spin. The fly at the end, the, when the fly has the little guy, the guy's head, and he's like, "Help me!" No, no see, that's a classic. See, we're gonna one. Have, it is. We're gonna that's have different lists because you have such a. Or should de- I just say, "Help me!" You have a depth. You have like a wealth of knowledge, you know, where I don't. Oh God, let's see. Well, of course, The Shining. Here's Johnny. You, you know, not the, here's Johnny one. Yeah, yeah I, put I picked a different one from The Shining. Oh, okay. The the yeah, okay. Uh, what I did when I approached the list was I thought of. What is the moment that, like, my little pea brain goes, when yeah. I think of that title? Like, what grabbed me and, like, scared the hell out of me? Yeah. You know, and that's where I went with, so. Uh, let's see. Uh, Psycho, the shower scene. That was pretty unexpected. Nice. That was yeah. pretty. There's the other scene, too, when he's, like, when he's, like, he's talking to his mom, and he's the, the chair's flipping, and it turns out to be a skeleton, a corpse. You know, mom has been dead for a while. Uh, let's see. Uh... The first scene of Night of the Living Dead when they're in the graveyard and there's a guy walking towards them and they're like, the brothers go making fun of her going, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And no, she's like, that's so creepy. And then it turns out that the guy isn't a drunk. He's really an, a, a, a zombie going to eat her or whatever. Uh, here's one I didn't use, but the Nosferatu in the early 19, the 1921. That, that's the creepiest Dracula ever. And there's a scene... Where like the door opens and he comes through for the first time and it just it still creeps me out yeah. when I see it. Yeah. yeah, those silent movies are really some of them are be- some of them are scary. they have they're effective they because they were all they were all about the visual they weren't about the talking as much so you really like they really went out of their way to to creep you out and they also look like they were made 500 years ago. <laughs> there's a movie a French movie called Diabolique about two women who murder a guy and there's this one scene where. They murder him in a bathtub, and they're sitting there, and you think the guy's dead, and all of a sudden he pops out of the bathtub, and he's got, like, his eyes are, like, all, like, white, no pupils in them. And that, that kind of freaked me out when I saw it the ah. first time. There's another French movie called Eyes Without a Face, or I saw it as Horror Chamber of Dr. Faustus, and there's just one scene. It's about, this is a this is a weird movie. It's about, a, and, and it was, it was, it was influential in the sense, because there's a lot of movies that imitated it afterwards, about a doctor who, um, a plastic surgeon who has a car accident and his daughter gets disfigured. So he goes nuts and what he does is I mean he doesn't go nuts in the obvious way, you know, but he's like insane. So what he does is he captures young women and he removes the their atomic faces. Brain. Wasn't the atomic brain the I same thing? I think so, yeah. Cuz he's like he loses his, his 
his fiance, they flip the car and her head comes off. That's the bra- that's the brain that the wouldn't brain die. that wouldn't die. That's what I'm thinking of. But and it, he runs it, in and yeah, like yeah, puts yeah. it in the neck juice. <laughs> but but in this one, it's like he he what he does is he kidnaps women to remove their faces to put on his oh. daughter, and then he the other women are kept like alive or whatever. And then you know, but okay. So anyway, that's just a pretty unsavory thing. But then to make matters worse, there's there's one scene where he's like has the woman and he's going to remove her face and you see him like it's so weird because it's done really without like sound and you see him the woman on the on the uh, you know the, the on the you know getting you know on the medical thing on the the, the table the, the table, table or whatever yeah. yeah and he's like drawing with a marker where he's going to remove and you're sitting there okay yeah whatever and he's like all of a sudden you see him get the knife and he's he's cutting and you're going like but this is an old movie this is from 1960s you're like oh okay it's gonna end here. Oh no! I didn't. I wasn't expecting this one. Then he puts clamps on there, so you're like, okay. And all of a sudden, the clamps pull up, and you see like the the face being pulled off, and it freaked the hell out of me because wow. I wasn't expecting that from an old movie like that. No, so, usually they don't show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure when they played on TV, that part was edited, but this was in. It was done like in a way where it was almost like a magic trick. You know what I mean? Because obviously it was just paint and stuff, and like they just put like a rubber. You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, 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 oh. was, it was, it was, yeah, it, it was hurt. It that would was, be visceral. That it hurt, so yeah, like, it was visceral. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, that's a, <laughs> oh, in, in one of my favorite movies, Black Sunday, there's a scene where um, the guy goes into the uh, crypt and then, like, he sees, like, the, the Barbara Steele, the vampire woman, or the witch vampire there, and she turns to the camera and she's got her face all, po- that's, that that's all pockmarked, and she's like, kind of heaving and like it's almost like it's almost like ugly and sexual and yeah it's it just it's effective yeah and uh what carnival of souls i think i talked about this before when she's driving and she doesn't know that she's dead spoiler alert and she's driving her car and then all of a sudden she sees like this reflection in the window when she looks it turns out it's this dead man that keeps following her but who the hell is expecting to be like driving all of a sudden looking at a reflection in your window and seeing nothing, and all of a sudden turning back and seeing a dead guy's face. So that one got to me too. Oh yeah. It's usually the unexpected, unexpected stuff. And then I think the other one I had was the first was the scene where um, in Texas Chainsaw, where Leatherface pops out of the door with the chainsaw coming at you. That was kind of like. Oh yeah. Also, like I, I didn't, I didn't, I was, I might as well just use it. I didn't write it down. Was that last scene in Carrie where it's like a dream and and like if she's in the graveyard and the hands pop. He was, you weren't expecting. I was, it was usually the unexpected, scary scene. Yeah. And, and actually, watching our movie du jour, there was one scene in it in the first. Yeah. In, in the first where I was caught by surprise because I saw this movie when I was a kid, but I jumped when I saw. Yeah. That yeah. happening, and we'll talk about. I it. can't wait to talk about this one. Yeah. The um, yeah. So anyway. oh, damn, I just lost what I was gonna say, but it doesn't matter. All right, so my my list is um, this is gonna actually kind of probably sound like really, I don't I don't want to say generic, but. It's I guess it's from what I, when, from me growing up from yeah, what exactly. what what uh, a lot of ours are the same movies but I've had different scenes different scenes okay. you know which is weird uh, my first one was Carrie but I said the, the when the du- when the blood dumped on yeah, her yeah that's pretty because holy shit that was disgusting that was like and she just starts she just, going crazy yeah. <laughs> and I'm like here we go it's on like Donkey Kong yeah um a goofy movie that you might laugh at but Christine. When the car is chasing down Buddy Repperton, which is the mutton chop guy, right, right, right. that scene, the way it was shot, just by the headlights, and he is hauling ass. And this is like, 
this is like a fast moving teenager kid and he can't get away and it, when it runs him down like but just that scene where he, he's trying to get away and of course that the swell that that music and this car's on fire man that freaked me out I loved it um, Nightmare on Elm Street the first one yeah. when the woman gets tossed up onto the ceiling and pulled back down into the water bed oh, and yeah. then that geyser of blood comes flying up you know uh, I actually I'm a big fan of the of uh, the Freddy 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 Krueger um, I have the box set. I I know they turned so cheeseball, they almost became a parody of a parody of themselves, but I still liked them. I, you know, um, I liked them because of what Robert England, England yeah. brought to the character. Yeah. Anyone else, except for maybe Bruce Campbell, wouldn't have pulled off that kind of smarky, kind of evil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, I know what it you worked. Mean. I know what you mean. Um, this one is not a horror movie. But the part I'm going to say was, uh, in Marathon Man... Oh, yeah, is it safe? The tooth drilling... Is it safe? Oh, my God. That was rough. Ah! Ah! Shit! Yeah, that was rough. I saw that when I was a kid, and I've never forgot it since I was... I was was a teenager, yeah. I was, like, a young kid. Talk about visceral. Oh, shit. Uh, Who's that? um, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. And Laurence Olivier. And And they're torturing him and drilling into a live tooth and... And then when yeah. he's running, he's going, he's pulling air through it to like, ah, it's ah, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, Alien, the chest burst, of course. Um, a lot of a lot of parts of Alien were were very yeah, very it was, gripping. It was a haunted you know? house movie in space. I, I liked that movie a lot. I liked both the first two Aliens yeah, a lot. Yeah, they were good, you know? real good. Uh, Scanners, of course. Head <laughs> explosion, yeah, that's that's just comedy gold. Now I picked Psycho, and I did the exact reverse. The, the the part that I remember was the mother turning the around mother with no eyes yeah. where it's a mummified mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put in parentheses, with shower scene, a very close second. Yeah. So we just had them slightly reversed, you know, but but same too. Uh, that was pretty interesting. The the one that oh, I'm going to... S- I see that one the, the one that's... That's th- visceral too. This is my number one... That's rough. ...scariest moment and to this day. The first woman in Jaws where there's this frolicking naked woman, and you don't oh, see Oh, no, it. I'm seeing the oh, other oh. one. No, well, so there's this woman that's this naked yeah. woman, and she's, like, drunk, kind of drunk, having fun with her friends. She goes out for a midnight swim. That first scene, the way it was shot, and the way she's, like, suffering, and the way she's, like, kind of getting... She goes down, and she comes up, and she's, like, in shock, and then she gets bounced off the buoy, and then she's clinging, and then she just goes down. That scared the crap out of me. Jaws's first victim on cinema was just hmm. wow, wow to the to like to this day. Cause as a kid, I'm seeing that and I'm like, oh, so so sexualized, so like kind of aroused because yeah, the, yeah. the woman was a beautiful girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not like knockout, but a comp. She looked like a real person, yeah. and she was very attractive, of course. And it, but and it, I just you know what it wow. is too. Same with the psycho shower scene when you're in a situation like that where you're like nude. And stuff, and you're in water or something. You're very vulnerable, and it adds yeah. just to the vulnerableness yeah. of it. That that scene, wow, wow. To this day, I cannot believe how how well, um, how scary that scene is in my brain. All right, the next one, in The Shining, uh, I picked the two twins standing twins, in the hallway yeah. with the blood pouring out of that elevator, the two elevators. Wow, that freaked me out. Those those damn twins were. Nutty. Yeah, when it gets to be psychological like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then uh, then my last one. I'm going into some honorable mentions, but then my last one was 
in Misery. Yeah, I know. The ankle-busting scene. That's rough, man. bitch. <laughs> that, to this day, goes, oh, God. You know, it's just, it's re- it's just bad. It just gets, goes through me. Honorable mentions, the stomach scene from The Thing. Um, or the, the there's a couple scenes from the yeah, there's scene. There's a lot of them. Uh, then uh, the razor cutting the eye in Andalusian Dog. Yeah. You know that's that's a that yeah. that's all bad. Dolly, <laughs> Dolly, give him a camera. Watch the <laughs> crazy come out. All right, that's my list. Yeah, I'm sure we missed a lot because there's a lot of really good scenes and yeah. I was struggling to put something in from Army of Darkness or Evil Dead. Well, I, I like the one where he went. <laughs> But I couldn't. Well, like, that, well, there's one that I always like where it was like when he gets his hand chopped off in the book, the hands walking around, the book falls on, and it says a farewell to arms. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was really. See, funny. that's what I mean. Like, I love the scenes, and they're very. Some are very gory, some are very visceral, but, but you laugh at the same time that they had yeah. such an awesome sense of humor yeah, coming yeah, out of that. Yeah, yeah, you can't go like the second one. Oh shit. I saw that on VHS and I was like laughing. I'm going like, oh, this is hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. The whole movie, I couldn't stop laughing. Well, that's the thing. It's horror and laughter. It's almost like two sides of the same thing. And if you combine it well, it's a lot more memorable. And Rami does. Rami does. Red Tam Sam Rami does. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing now, but he's great. But yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Well, we're gonna we're we're taking a quick trailer break, and when we come back, it's on to the movie du jour. That's a big pile of rocks. The Davises have had a baby, but they're not sending out any announcements. Most new parents are a little scared when they have a baby. The Davises are terrified. You see, there's only one thing wrong with the Davis baby. It's alive. It's alive. Don't see it alone. Please. Rated PG. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. All right. It's alive. Yes, that does sound scary. Although, at the end, he goes rated PG. I'm like, I know. Oh, wait, what? Our but, movie this year was only rated PG. Yeah, I can see that. Because they want the kiddies. Now, you... Now, this is a comic book movie, by yeah. the way. And you sprung this on me, and um, and I was like, huh, okay. And I never, I did not know this existed. My what we're talking about is Tales from the Crypt. Tales the from movie. the Crypt. The movie. Seventy two, not the yes, TV series. Yeah, I only know the movie with the Crypt Keeper, the mm-hmm. HBO Crypt the Keeper. The puppet. Yeah. Now, I was a big fan. I liked the series of HBO. I liked the HBO series a lot. I liked that movie. I liked Tales from so, the Hood yeah. better. Believe it. I don't hate on me. No. It was a very. It was just crazy. That's one of your favorites. I it know. is one of my favorites, and it's just I don't know why. And so when you had suggested this, I was like, huh, I love this movie. Oh, good. I love this movie, like, a lot. I could not believe how good it was. And seeing the Crypt Keeper wearing the same robe as the the other one. Yeah. The the robe was the same. It was like that brown monk's kind of robe. But it being a, just a stoic, not... Not, not, not cheese ball. Not cheese ball. Just playing it straight. Yeah, he, like they did in most of the old movies. Yeah. See, the Crypt Keeper. I haven't revisited his movie, and there's probably a reason. Um, I'm sure all that wacky shit that he kept on doing. That yes, boys and ghouls probably would wear on me now. Like I was a younger man back, the younger kid. 
And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was funny enough that I didn't care, but now I'd probably be like, okay, can we just get to the movie funny? Yeah, guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. where this one was not. And no. you you saw the setup and you saw why it was happening the way it was. Yeah. But you wanted to get to the net. You wanted to stay with them. You wanted to hear their stories. Well, here, here's the thing about this movie, and this is this this is this this show is a tie-in to Destination Nightmare. In a Boom! Way. Cross promo, brother. And, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it is a tie-in to Destination Nightmare. It's more of a tie-in to uh, Two Dimension, the comic book podcast. Boom! That's two, two, two for crossovers. <laughs> because because this movie is based on the infamous comic books from the early 50s that basically got that destroyed the comic book industry ec comics when i was a kid i bought like creepy horror comics order i always heard about ec but i didn't know what it was and then like every once in a while i would pick up a magazine called the monster times and i would read about ec and then they would talk about these old horror comics that came out in the 50s and they were so well drawn but they were so gross that eventually like the this this psychiatrist called wortham tapped into what was going on and decided to investigate hey wait a minute these are comics for kids and you've got like all the stuff that's going on in our movie today and kids are reading this and they became like a whole like senate witch hunt and you know back in the 50s with mccarthy and all that way they did a, a little mini one on comics and they basically sanitized all the comic books after that they killed wow. all the horror comics they weren't allowed to have werewolves vampires use certain words do certain things or whatever be- mainly because of these EC books, so they were infam, they were famous and infamous, and then the guy who created them, or the the publisher uh, Gaines, also was was lucky enough to create Mad Magazine, so he got rid of all the horror stuff and just lived off Mad Magazine wow. for the rest of his uh, Dude, existence. Look at that resume! Holy, I'm sh- telling you, he had Tales from the Crypt, all the vo- uh, Vault of Horror, all the other ones, and Mad Magazine. Yeah, so he was able to get rid of one line. And just continue on with another. Why the hell are we line? talking about Stan Lee? You could talk about that dude. Man. Yeah, but William that guy Gaines, touched yeah. everything he touched was gold, man. He, holy hell! So these these comic books were kind of like forbidden fruit. You didn't really see them. You couldn't find them because they weren't right? reprints. Like now, you got reprints of everything. But I picked up a few fanzines. Well, no, I mean I actually saw some of the fanzine, but they were being. There was a book that came out around. I think around the time of this movie, maybe before, and it was a hardcover, and I could never get it. But I remember seeing it at the bookstore at Walden's. And it was just a book reprinting the EC horror comics. And it totally fascinated me. It was like the art was beautiful. And these stories were all like, you know, they all had the ending, the the twist ending or the or the pun, or the whatever we want to call it ending. And you were like, oh, these are so great. But my parents wouldn't buy it because it was 20 bucks for the book. So it was like, you know, but they, would, they gave me the That's money. That's a lot of money back now. Back in 1971 <laughs> or 72. Yeah, right, yeah. So anyway, so when this movie came on, it was like, oh my God, they're making a movie about this. So then I went to see it and, you know, that's my little EC story. I was, I went in with like, I, I, I find myself liking these, this setup more and more. Anthologies. The anthologies, but also like the, everything's tied together for a reason. Why, you know, and it's just the little touches like that, where she makes mention of her brooch when she drops it. And and like, and just, I don't know, like there's a lot going on. It's a really good movie. Uh, it was really, it was set up well. It's got uh, five segments. Yeah, five segments of, and they're all. Each one is the story. Like when they, there, there's a group, uh, a group going through ancient crypts to like look at them, just to like look. And, and that scene tour. in the beginning with the skull, it almost looked like the backdrop for like an Iron Maiden show. Oh, or it something. did. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like heavy metal has so much co-opted all this early <laughs> 70s like looking stuff like the skull head, but it had a cool you scene. Expected Grim Reaper to come out. See you in hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but then, um, so the, and the, the and the guy doing the tour is saying, now don't go away from the group because you're gonna get lost. Right. And he's like, don't go away from the group. He says it a couple times. She's like, okay, foreshadowing. We get it. So they leave. The girl drops her brooch. They look for it, and when they look up, the group's gone. And then they're like, oh, Oops. which way should we go? And there's five of them, of course. Yeah. Uh, and they go in. And they're like, oh, and then the then the 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 rock closes, sealing them in. And there's five rock pedestals to sit yeah. on, like or stools, or you know, little. And then the crypt keeper's there. And this is this this guy's a very uh, decorated actor, Ra- Sir Ralph Richardson. Yeah, man. like he is. He's this is a serious actor. He's a really good actor. And Joan Collins is in this movie, and Peter Cushing is in this movie, and Patrick McGee, who might, you might not know him, but if you saw his face, you'd know who he was. Yeah, you knew everybody. He was a good bad guy. Dude, you knew everybody. Yeah, in this he was movie. a good bad guy. Yeah. Joan Collins was slamming too. She was smoking. She was really pretty. She was at uh, her prime. I mean, she was around in the fifties, but I think she was at her prime right around. I don't know. I because I she's always so snotty and evil. Yeah. I, I only knew her from just like the the later Dynasty life, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but she wasn't the prettiest woman, and I'll talk about that later. Uh, the, oh, you mean? Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, the one guy who's going away with Susan. He leaves yes, his wife. Yes, yeah, the one in the car. Yeah. The one in the car. The driver. She was. She was. She was pretty. She was like animated, beautiful. Yeah. She yeah. was like. She had the big eyes. Her eyes were like very big and very. Yeah. Clear and she was really. Yeah, I don't know her from much. She else. was like sixties hot. Yeah. You know what I mean, like the long straight hair. Uh-huh, and I was yeah. like, what is this now? What are you? Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember from much any other movies. I and, don't know. She might have done TV actually. Yeah. I don't know. And seventies architecture and seventies styling does not get enough credit. Um, everyone talks about how the sixties are so influential and the atomic age of the fifties. Yeah. When you watch this movie. Some of the stuff when in the background in the apartments and stuff, you're like, what a kind of light and fun era. Mm-hmm. Early 70s must have because late yeah. 70s went to that crappy earth tone yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. why does everything look like a mushroom that's rotting in a basement? But this... But this one was still that that bright yellows and whites. Yeah, you and still had stuff. a touch of the '60s was still lingering on. And but it was still co- but it was cooler. It was cooler because yeah. they had like the, the, all that concentric um, circular stuff, you know, cutting together and everything. It was very. I really started, you know, had some appreciation for it where I didn't before. Um, An- another thing that I never noticed as a kid, but watching this, a lot of the storylines, four out of the five of them, they revolve around money. <laughs> There's like this, like evil versus poor or rich, or there's all yeah. there's like this, like you know, they're, they're monetarily tied in, you know, like the evil rich screwing over the poor people and all that yeah. stuff. So you know, it adds to the it adds to the hatred or almost whatever. all horror movies are based on the one of the one of the deadly sins. One of the seven deadly sins. Because greed. Because that's that's our base human yeah. instincts, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just like all comedy is based on uh, all comedy is based on pain. All, exactly. All yeah. horror is based on seven one of the sins. sins you know? Yeah, right. Greed, uh, lust, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but I, I, I'll, I'll mix up the order. So, which one was the first one? At this point, the he first goes, one was the Santa. Yeah. Okay. 
Which was, which was, you know, all, these movies are all based on comic book stories. These okay. were all taken from the exact comic book stories from the 50s, you know, different writers, whatever. But yeah, the first one is basically, it's like this guy come, what is it? The guy comes home and it's Christmas and he's got the presents for the yeah. wife and all that. Everything's really nice. And it's, it's shot like, oh, I'm love, my loving wife. He's lovely. like, he kisses the envelope that he puts on the And they just present. came from a party because he's got like a party, he had like a fez or something. <laughs> it's a fez. And he's got, and, it, and it's Christmas Eve, and the daughter's tucking in the. It's very idyllic, very, very yeah, lovely. Yeah, smoking a cigar and reading his paper. And then all of a sudden, it's like the all of a sudden you see the paper, boom! This like red blotch, and you hear this noise, and then you see him fall down. He's been bludgeoned to death by his, by Joan Collins, the ultimate bitch. Oh my the god! The all-time bitch and in he, this movie. She crains him. She just, like, out of nowhere, just quack. She uses that, uh, the fire poker. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. those do have a very heavy ending. If you, yeah. if you swing that right, you're going to take part of your head off. <laughs> yeah, but, she did. And she did, and, and just goes about her business. like. And then, like, she starts, like, dragging the guy. And then she all goes sudden, right to the safe. She, like, takes she the, does, po- the, the There's an insurance the policy there. <laughs> Like, why would you have that? Like, when you'd be like, oh, here's my dead husband. And look, I found the, the insurance policy. Like, She took it out of his drawer. She goes, let me put this in the safe just in case. Uh, and oh the daughter's God. mommy. And then, oh, wait, wait, don't come down here, Donnie. Yeah, because she's dragging the dead body. She's dragging the dead body. And, like, the guy weighs a ton. And then she's dragging. And all of a sudden, they shoot to the, the phone. The, 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 it looked like a ham radio, actually. Yeah, it, did. it was, it was a just-in-time news plot point radio yeah. station. And it's like, know? oh, warning. And, and this, it's this neighborhood which of course she's in um, a lunatic has escaped from the madhouse and he's dressed as Santa Claus so close your doors and be careful and because he has dead black eyes yeah he's like, like dead they, black eyes and you're yeah. like what they don't what okay so yeah. she's like so she's like eerily specific <laughs> <laughs> yeah they want to make you sure that it's not like some drunk Santa like, like huh that's an oddly specific news reco- newscast yeah yeah <laughs> he kind of looks like this yeah but anyway so she's like she's like dragging the guy, and all of a sudden she hears something outside. So she goes to the window, and like all of a sudden it's like she sees him popping, like looking out, looking through the window. So she's like all of a sudden she kind of hauls ass and starts closing all the windows and all that. Yeah, and meanwhile, yeah, yeah. dude's like sitting there, like you Just know, bleeding on the bleeding to death. And she's actually going to call the cops, but you realize if you call the cops, lady. Right now, you're going to get busted for killing your husband. So she's kind of screwed because yeah. she knows the guy's there, but she just finished murdering somebody, so she can't really call the cops right now. So all she can do is, like, close everything down. And as she's closing some down, there was one. Of, there was that one scene that got me that I forgot about where she's closing all the windows, and all of a sudden she goes downstairs to, like, close the another door, and as she's closing the door, there was bars in the door, and all of a sudden, you, it's like you hear the, you see the hands coming through, and you go, like that, and I, I actually, I'm watching this on YouTube, and I jumped, because it was like, okay, you got me, son of a guy, and you yeah. did. So she's, she's closing everything down, she thinks she's got everything taken care of, and she's like, takes guy, the dude down to the basement, sets him right, and then she cleans, she has to go up and clean all yeah, she's the, uh, doing all, all the stuff. Blood. Yeah, she dumps blood to like to make it look like he fell there. She gets the paper, she rolls it up, and she throws it in the fire so she doesn't know. She cleans the poker. She's doing. She's she's very methodical. She must have planned this out really yeah. well. And then like she actually takes some blood that she cleaned off the white carpet, of course. You know, and then she pours it with the guy so it looks like he actually fell down or down whatever. Down the stairs, and, yeah. And bled to death or whatever. She so she thinks she's all. She's all in the like, clear. She's, she's in the yeah. clear all of a sudden. Then she goes upstairs and she's like 
calling her daughter, and all of a sudden she sees like one of the one of the Christmas stockings, and she's going, huh? And then she hears like little Christmas bells, and she goes, honey, are you here? Honey, are you here? Where are you? And all of a sudden you see like the, of course, the shock ending, because all the EC comic books, their main deal was they had the shock ending yeah. at Well, the and end. the girl goes, mommy, I, le- I found Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. I let here him in. Is. And then, you know, then, then uh, Santa runs in like, you know, the last scene of Santa running, and strangling her by the, you know, by the... So, obviously, you, you know, like, so unpleasantness like, so, is going to happen. Yeah, you know? so that's why she's caught in this crypt. This is a way station. So, that, so, so basically, they're all telling their story. They're, they don't yeah. know why they're there. And the, they're yeah. basically in front of the crypt keeper, and they don't know why they're there. And then, like, he looks at her, well, so-and-so, remember that night? And she's like, no. He goes, well, I'll, I'll remind you. And then after the scene's done, she's like, sits back down, she goes... But I was only looking for my brooch. Or I don't know, something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes to the next story or whatever. The, the, all the stories I thought were good, but some some were weaker than others. I didn't mind any of them. I was waiting for that one dud that was going to be like, okay, let's get through this. But I didn't. I never found any to bog down to the point where I was like, let's go. No, they go. didn't bog down. They, they were all. They clipped along, and I knew because the setup was long, and then that that first girl, hers was the longest, I think. Yeah. So I was like, okay. No, the longest I think was the last one. Oh yeah, you're right. So I was like, okay, some of these I'm gonna have to be like, you know, like quick. They're gonna. Yeah. And they did. They did. They weren't all thirty no, minutes. No, no, no. There was a ninety minute movie. Yeah, there was so. a couple that were just like, and this is why, and okay, and that's it. You know, and and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, not, it's like the second one was okay, but it wasn't like I wasn't. I was, it was okay. It was that the guy's basically cheating on his wife. And yeah, and then yeah, then he, and that's the one where that girl's like, oh, God, and then um. He just leaves and then he crashes and then he wakes up and like goes, oh, I had this horrible dream. And then the re- re- well, yeah, they're driving. He leaves. He leaves the family and then he gets, he goes and picks up the the girlfriend. And yeah, he's like, like oh, they're they're, they're he's taking doing. off. He's, and he's got some guilt going on, but it's just like, well, it's not enough guilt to make me turn you down, you know, because you're like <laughs> incredibly hot. So they're in the car. He's like falling asleep in the car too. And she says, well, let me drive. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm so tired. And then he screams awake because he has, and then and he has this dream where the he, car crashes, where the car crashes, and he dies, and everyone kind of moves on with their life. And then he goes, oh, and then he then he wakes up, and that, and then that crash. No, 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 no. What happens was he's they're they're driving, and then he she she takes over, and then he he falls back asleep, and then he wakes, and then all of a sudden he wakes up, and the car's crashing. Right. And then when the car crashes. Then like it cuts to the scene where you see the cars burning, and then you hear you all you see, all you see is his gloves. It's all done point of view, remember? Yeah. And he's like, Mary, where are you, yeah, Mary? Yeah, and he's like asking for me. People are running away from him. Cause, yeah, yeah. He runs up to the bum and he's like, Ugh. and the bum's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, the bum takes know? off and the car takes and off. And you're like, obviously something's wrong with this dude. Yeah, but then he goes to that family. He goes to where he used to live. Yeah, he goes. He goes to where he used to live. And, right, and, right, and right. And then they're like. Ah, first she screams and she's like, "You've been dead for what did they say, two years or something like that?" No, no, no. He goes to his family first, yeah. and then like, and then he goes in there and she screams and she closes the door and he's like, Ugh. so he like takes off and then he ends up going to the girlfriends, remember? Right. Yeah. And then the girlfriend was the one who says, well, "What's wrong?" And all of a sudden, she goes, "You've been dead for two years." And all of a sudden, as he's walking by, he sees a glimpse of himself on the uh, yeah, and he's a corpse and he's it, a corpse or whatever. Right. And then it cuts to he wakes up. Right. Right. That, yeah, but that, it, it wakes up. So that was a dream, but the crash is happening at that point. It, but then all of a sudden, after that, so it's like 
the the crypt keeper tells him at the beginning, well, I won't be able to tell your story again and again and again. So I guess he was destined to have this oh. happen over and over again. But I, I to me, it didn't work in a way because it was like, okay, what he did was really bad. That's right. But does he really deserve to become a corpse for life for, for yeah. doing this? Yeah. You know. Like, and then yeah, there was no like, you didn't have a hatred enough of the guy to wish this on him no, or whatever. No, you know, things happen. Uh, except on the third one, with the old man, there there really was a really good oh, come I, up. That, man, I that was that was like a that was painful. That was weird and sad. Like it was sad. That was they, painful. That know. guy really deserved to get yeah his comeuppance. His comeuppance, yeah. And that was really weird too. Beyond the story, because in the reality of it, Peter Cushing had lost his wife. Like the year before, mm. the old man. So when he's in the movie talking about his wife, later when you read about, it, you go, oh God, you know, this is really. And he's on the Ouija board and yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's basically like rich people want this. They like, want this guy that owns yeah. the house to go away. Yeah. Why he's taking, and this is a very kind old man, and he's he performs, he gives stuff for the kids. He's making Christmas presents he for makes, the kids. Yeah, he makes stuff for the kids, and there and the and the snooty. Guys across the street are looking out of their window yeah. constantly and going, "Oh, he just picks through garbage and makes and who knows what he's doing with, to those kids." Yeah. Like they're they're implying all this stuff, but the reality of it is, this guy is almost saint-like. Yes, he's he very yeah. kind. He's very he takes cl- in like dogs that are like yeah. you know strays. Yeah, and there's stuff. tons of dogs barking around, but that's because he's saving them. He gives the kids laughter and he's always very kind and he teaches them lessons, and the house is very nice on the inside. Um, but he's a garbage man, I think. Yeah, or whatever. Like yeah, his and, and, and they don't want him in the neighborhood because they either want to buy the property or they think the property values are going down. Right, it's some weird thing like that, and that's one of those things where you're like, eh. And so this this the son of the rich person decides to set out and take everything from this man. Get to see to have a move because he wants yeah. him to move. They've offered to have, they've offered to pay him off to move, and ground and and you know he doesn't want to move. Well, yeah, I mean the reality of it is if if you own your home. Yeah. Well, I'm done now. I don't need that anchor on me for another 30 years. I'm yeah, exactly, not moving yeah. from here, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. that's exactly what happens. You know, you you get set in and you're that's the end of it, you know. Yeah. So no old no older person who's lived their life, they know there's like a lot there's a lot less suns, uh, sunsets in front of them than behind them. Exactly, yeah. And your wife just died. You're like, "Nah, I'm good here. I'm not going to But pack every, my but every stuff other in. house is very posh. You yeah, know, but mostly most of people don't care except for like Snidely whiplash and yeah, it's done. Exactly. <laughs> and the old man doesn't seem to care either. It's the kid. Yeah. The old man, the old might, man doesn't care. He I mean, he might wish that he could have bought the house, but that's as far as it went. Like yeah. he, he didn't really have any part of it other than his offspring was the one that did this. Yeah. And, and I can he, understand it because I've seen people that have a hard on for somebody else for absolutely no reason. And no reason, and you're like, Would you let it go, man? And they can't. They yeah, don't. the father could give a crap. He goes, I've tried, son, but he doesn't want to go. But the son's not Oh, I want property values to go up. Yeah. Uh, so. And, yeah. So then. So then. So then they set it up so like he goes. They they the kid the guy goes through all these crazy lengths to make the guy yeah. screw up. He screws up the next door neighbor's roses. Prize rose bushes, and then so they blame they the dogs. Away, and they take away the dogs. And so, the guy and Peter Cushing is like, "Oh, dogs are, didn't do it. They're locked up." No, I'm sorry, sir, but yeah, sorry they don't have luck, licenses, yeah. so we're gonna take them away. So they're basically trying to break his heart. And they do step by step. They're doing that. Like they yeah. take the dogs and they go away. Then 
then they have a meeting talking about how that he's he's a weirdo and he's probably touching yeah. the kids. So now the kids can't go there. Yeah. And even he even said, "Oh, that's strange, so whatever." And then the old man's like talking to his dead wife and he's on the Ouija board and he's doing like some kind of So he's obviously some mystical thing going on. Well, they had you know? to. Yeah, they this had it because it's a, to this make... This is a Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, they, no, be... And then for what happens at the end, yeah, then you yeah, have to yeah. add a mystical... Right. <laughs> yeah, because that, that just doesn't happen, you know, unless there's... you got to have some reason for what happens at the end. So yeah. he's like doing this thing his wife and the Ouija board says, Danger! You know, and he's like, oh. So then what, he gets a... Then, then, like, then the he gets guy fired. The, yeah, so then... The, and then he gets fired from the job. Because yeah, the, the kid does something to make him get him fired. And then the last one was which which was weird at the beginning, but then when you see the ending, it made sense. It was like he goes and he buys all these Valentine cards and he writes them to him from all the neighbors. Oh yeah. And so they're these horrible Valentine cards, yeah. like you stinky old. They're all rhymes though. Yeah, you know? yeah. He he has some mad skills with his rhymes. Yeah. But he he so this old man sits down and the mailman goes, oh here's your mail and and there's a whole big stack of them and it's all Valentine Valentines and he's opening up each one and they're all hatred. Yeah. Like, they're all like, this place would be better without you. Like, Rose Red, Violets are Blue, the world would be better if it didn't have you. Yeah, and, stuff, and it's like all that. that, and you're like, oh, no, that's so sad. And it was really sad. It like, was really sad, because you could tell, because Cushing is such a good actor, you could see the heartbreak oh in his face. He was, yeah. And he's got, like, the gloves with the fingers sticking out. He's got the perfect old, like, you know, poor old man with the little... The little hat on. He just looks yeah. like a poor old gaunt man. That's now I I I always was flashing back to when he got choked out by Darth Vader. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I it didn't detract from it, but I was like that because he was the one that Vader yeah, choked yeah, out, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a good. But anyway, uh, so, so and and you really felt for this guy because yeah. he was actually a very good person. Yeah, top to bottom. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like he seemed like one of the salt of the earth. Man. Yeah, that, that that and that's what it was. He seemed like this like. You didn't see a, a a hint of character flaw from start to finish, and that yeah. it was well played, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the yeah, other yeah. side was the evil, the you know, the greed and the, yeah, the that greed, kid, the, you, you know. know, the evil, the poor versus the the rich versus the poor. So whatever. what happens? So then, like you know, then that happens, and then you don't hear from like dude for a while. So like you know, of course, and every neighborhood's got this. That the, obviously the, the the kid is a busybody. He's obviously watching his neighbors. Oh yeah. My neighborhood has one, a couple of those too. They're watching the neighbors. They're making sure that you know whatever. They got nothing better to do. And then like they're like, well, old man, so and so hasn't been showing up in a while. Yeah, I wonder what's going on. And I'm thinking, what is it? What do you care? You know? Yeah. So finally, after like a week, he's like such. He's so like he's got such a hard on for this dude that he's like, well, let's go take a look and see. What's going on, you know? And the father's like, "Oh, okay, I can care. He could care less. <laughs> he could know? care less. He's made his money, dude. He's just sitting by the fire reading his papers. Or yeah, he could care less. And it's like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, you, you, you're too. You, I'm enjoying my money. You're worrying about your money too much, kid. But then, he, so they go over there and they think the house is gonna be like a stink hole or whatever, and it's all Pristine. perfect yep. and everything's fine. There's pictures and then there's they they cut to a little magic book. There, which I guess is the foreshadowing, and then like he goes into the room, and all of a sudden he opens this one room, and you see like feet, you know, the, the, the hung, yeah, the yeah. dangling feet. Where so he killed himself, himself yeah. obviously. So you're like great in the toy yeah. room, in the rooms where he made the yeah, toys. yeah, the rooms yeah. where he made the toys. So you're like, oh great, this is this one's a, this one's like Debbie you know, Downer does. This was uh, Debbie Downer's, but a year passes. Yeah, a year passes, and it's Valentine's Day, and dude finds these Valentine's cards. 
I like how they didn't go one year later. No, like, no, like that's called good filmmaking. Like when you don't have to have a thing that says yeah, one yeah, year yeah, later yeah, across yeah, the bottom, yeah. but you know that's kind of good. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that was, yeah. So he pulls a Valentine card. He goes, oh, I got some leftover Valentine cards from last year when I wrote all those <laughs> nasty ones. He goes, yeah, that was a year ago, wasn't? And he's like, yeah, time flies or whatever. So he puts them in the, he puts them in the garbage. And the dad goes, well, I gotta go to sleep now, son. So he's like, he oh, burns okay. them. He, put, puts, them he puts them in the fireplace. Yeah. So dad goes to sleep and he's like sitting there, like writing some crap down. I don't know what it is. And then of course it cuts to the graveyard <laughs> and the lightning and the. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just goes on to Grimsdyke was his last name, actually, because then it pans right onto the, and all of a sudden you, you hear the, the music, and then all of a sudden two hands pop out of the grave. So Boom. Like, Uh-oh. It's so, on. So then you cut back to the house, and dude's like sitting there in the darkness, and then you see in the background this figure moving around, so you're like, oh, what's that? You know, and then like the guy's, I think what was it? You see his hands, die. all of a sudden it's like, when you see the the guy who puts his hand on the right, and you see all of a sudden this dead hand pops up there, and there's Peter Cushing in this pretty good makeup actually. Oh yeah, because you know? he's it's him, and he has his face is kind of skull like in the sense he's very gaunt or whatever. Yeah. So all yeah. they did was just like comb his hair a different way, cover his eyes, and put like they just great hi- makeup. They, they highlighted it a little bit. But man, that scared kids in the seventies when they saw the trailer <laughs> for that. It movie. wasn't. It was. It was convincing. It was convincing. Yeah, he looked pretty damn dead, and then it's like cut to the next day. And then you see, like, the dad's walking around the house. He goes, Junior, or whatever, where are you? You know, And he's like, where are you there? And he finally goes into the room. And the guy's, like, laying there, like, if he's asleep. And the dad, when the dad walks up to him, he sees, like, some blood. And when he pushes him, he sees he's, like, bleeding. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, sees this note <laughs> with this poem that I always remembered, even when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's like, it says on the top, Happy Valentine's Day. And it's a newspaper. Yeah, it's a, but it's a but newspaper. It's a newspaper that looks... It's, it's a fish wrapper. It's style. like a fish wrapper, fish and chips like, or yeah, something. Like, well, no, how they used to wrap up fish in the fish market. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what this looks like. And you're like, something's in there. And he goes like, Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. And then the little poem goes, You were mean and cruel right from the start, but now you really have no dot, dot, dot. And the dad like goes... What? And when he opens up the paper, it's like the guy's heart. And it was it's like... still beating, too. And it was still beating. So it's like the, the the nasty poems that they send him. Well, here's one for you, too, now. So, and then it cuts to, like, the, the guy, and he's like, oh, I didn't do that, did I? You know, nobody nobody has any... Rem- kind of, They're kind of, like, kind of shocked, or they don't want to admit that they're a bunch of heels. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. But then but, the next one was another one that I had a problem with. See, that, this one was a good one. This one, but, there was a lot of emotions. But the, but the reason I didn't, the, the reason I had a problem with this next one, mm-hmm. I don't even remember the next one. The next one, the next one is the guy who, um, at the beginning, remember the guy, he's gonna lose his fortune, and then he, and then oh the, right, right, okay. See that the problem I had with this one was the guy wasn't to me it didn't seem like he was evil enough to hate his fate, you know. No, I mean? no, I didn't hate that guy. And it, and and he has a, and he gets a horrible fate at the end. They said like, "Oh, I'm so horrible. He, he, I'm he so, I did bad things bad. by business." And, you're and like, again, the monetary the monetary thing goes runs all the way through all. Right. And know? I think I think we're so used to businessmen being evil. Yeah. That that him being, "Oh, I did I did horrible things." You're like, exactly. "Yeah, you're a businessman, of course." They didn't show like in the one before they show you how horrible this one is. Yeah. This one they just imply he's horrible. And he's accumulated a lot of wealth. Yeah, know? and, and he's gonna lose his he's gonna lose his fortune, so he goes home and he's Yeah, and he's like, oh, okay. Like the guy's like, Look, at this rate, you know, you you did some risks, you're gonna lose everything. This is accountant. 
And the guy's like, okay, well, we're going to have to sell the house and all of our belongings that we've collected. Right. And, you know, that's you roll the dice, that's the way it's going to go. You right. know, I always kind of viewed all my things that I own as being temporary. temporary exactly. if, if I can keep them for my life, yay, but if not, probably not. Yeah, exactly. That's the way life is. You yeah. sell it off and you move on. You sell it off, you move on, you buy it back. So this, exactly. That's how business <laughs> stays alive. So, this, uh, so he tells his wife that and she... She's like, oh, remember this this Buddha statue we we got in Cambodia from that little weird guy, and she's like, oh, look, there's things on the bottom, and that's those words are saying, oh, you can um, does it say it's like, oh, it's you like you have make a wishes. wish, make you have three, three wishes, but make sure but, they're good, but be careful because there's repercussions. Yeah, exactly. And then that guy goes, oh, that's the old monkey paw thing. Yeah, yeah, and they talk about the O. Henry story or whoever. Yeah. No, Jay, well, I forgot it wasn't O. Henry. Somebody else about the monkey's paw, about how they made three wishes, but then, like, you know, the the the, the dead son comes back, but he's not the way, not right, in a good right. way. Yeah, so that's, and that's what it is. And this is basically, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so then... She wishes, the, oh, I wish we had money. Yeah, so, like, all of a sudden he gets a phone call, and his, his stockbroker or whatever goes, hey, come on over here. I need to talk to you. He's like, like, right away. Yeah. Like, you think, oh, well, they got rich. But as he's leaving, though, you see, like, a some motorcycle guy. Yeah, his motorcycle is following him, and he has this face of a skull Well, face. you don't see it at first, you know? It's like... You, you see can him. tell the way it's shot, though. You're yeah. like, here we go. This yeah, is a Grim is. Reaper, you know? He's, he's a, exactly. He's a Grim Reaper on a motorcycle. Grim Reaper's a Harley rider. So he's, like, driving, and he sees this motorcycle guy follow him. He's like, what the hell is this? You know? So he's, like, driving, you know, boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden, it's like the motorcycle guy's, like, tail, and finally he looks in the rear view mirror, and it's like, you know... The Grim Reaper, yeah. which is a cool image, you know. Yeah, it, is. it you know, was. It was a good. It's almost image. like something that people would use now for, you know, like a motorcycle helmet. Like I do a, have one now with a skull face on it's a, it. It's my neoprene. Ne- my neoprene, uh, oh, for when it really? it's cold, you pull it around and it's the skull and it ends at my eyes. Oh god! So like when I'm riding, that's what you see. <laughs> Just like, like this movie. <laughs> it was. I didn't even know this existed, but that came out, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> I totally walk around like even when it, even in like Korea, that's what I wore oh in the winter. God. So it was just. And then you have my little nanny goat beard coming out of the bottom, so it looks Evil. it looks pretty weird. It's weird looking. So obviously, dude dies. Yeah. And she finds out about it. She finds some a guy calls her the the stockbroker up or his accountant, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you know, so and so died in car accident," and the guy calls the wife, goes over to see the wife. Because you know your husband died, and she's like flipping out. Yes, yeah, this, and this that. was like I was. I thought maybe she was gonna be like sugar mama or no, she like wasn't. sugar daddy, but she wasn't. She loved him. She loved the guy. That's so. Then she grabs the thing quickly and says, "I want my husband back, just the way he was before the accident." <laughs> this was great. <laughs> this was so great. I want him back just the way he was before the accident. Yeah. They so, <laughs> there's six guys carrying a coffin. So then, yeah, so then the smoke comes in, the door opens, and like the Undertakers, right? Yeah, they, yeah. and they 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 could walk in, they put them, they put the casket down, and you can hear this thing's moving, and they leak leave, and she's like, "Wait, I said before the accident," and he goes, "Yes, your husband had a heart attack. That's yeah. why he died, right before. Like that that wasn't his cause of death. Yeah, his cause of death was a heart attack. You said before the accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So." There you go. There so, you go. Here you go. He's so dead. now all of a sudden you hear this screaming and screaming and they open him up and this guy's losing it. And you're like, what's this about? And then the guy goes, oh, that's right. He's filled with embalming no, fluid. No, he doesn't no, no, no. That was the second wish that he'd come back. Yeah, the second wish. No, they, she had a third wish. No, no, no. The second wish was he was still screaming because he goes, oh, he's, he's writhing in pain because he... 
because he's filled with embalming fluid. No, see, the, the way I remember it was the second wish was he came back before and he go, well, he died of a heart attack. So he, she opens it up and the guy's dead. So I think she went back. Well, I want him back the way he was, you know, before, you know, like, see, if this one was a little confusing to me that she wanted him back before. The way he was before the accident. So the car accident they're talking about. Yeah, I but thought she had a third wish. The third wish was... The third wish was when he came back alive. I, she goes, I, she says, I want him to never die. Yeah. Yes, that was it. That was the third wish. I want him to come back to life and Oh, that's right, die. and never die. That's right. Cause and he that's when he wakes up. And that's when he wakes up and screaming. he's screaming because he's got embalming fluid through him. He, yeah, like, you just, yeah, you can't just wish things. Yeah. You know, so he's screaming because he's writhing in pain. That and, was it. And she grabs a sword off the wall and starts hacking him into pieces, and he's not dying. Yeah. The hand's still crawling around, he's still screaming, and then it kind of goes... I mean, it was a grisly scene, but I'm thinking, did the guy... What did the guy do so bad within the context of this movie to deserve this horrible fate? <laughs> he should have picked a smarter wife. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, that I was know, one that was just kind of like, eh, it's okay. You know, yeah, but the movie know. has this... It's always good when a movie has an ups and downs, because in the last And these one, aren't negative. This isn't bad. It wasn't no. like it was a bad one. It just you know whatever. It was just a, it had a good ending you know, yeah. but it was just like you know because the ones where the people deserve it in this movie they really yeah. really now, what was deserve the last it. one? The last one was the blind people. Oh oof. yeah, <laughs> with that ending. That's you knew where it was going, but you're just like oh man. Yeah, it's basically like a house for the blind. Yeah, and they basically get a new. This one reminded me of like. <laughs> a, bo- a boss that we had take over yeah, in the past. Yeah, you said, yeah, yeah, glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I was like, huh, that's eerie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is like, really? Basically, they get a new boss, and this boss is like... Military. From <laughs> military. I'm the colonel. Or you say it, man. Whatever they said. I'm the colonel. Yeah, I'm the colonel. And yeah. he has this dog. It's a really beautiful dog. It's a German, German Shepherd. Shepherd and, yeah. I, and I don't like really like dogs, but... Yeah. This one struck me as being a very pretty dog. This one, yeah. was, this was a nice dog, you know. Yeah. And but he, but he, uh, he trained this dog to save his bacon whenever he needed to. Yeah. You know. It was his protector. Yeah. yeah. So and then he, that, so save his bacon. That's yeah, a good dog. Yeah. So they, um, so he basically runs this thing into the ground. He doesn't give him heat. He doesn't give him food. He's like, well, the basically he's like, well, the, you know, I'm trying to save this place, so I have to cut back. Meanwhile, he's sitting there. Oh God! And his freaking while they're drinking like you know leftover soup, he's sitting there with steak and champagne. Everything. Every time the one guy comes to complain, yeah, it's, Patrick it's juxtaposed to. Oh, there's no heat here, and he's sitting there with a fire crackling in his office. And like he's like a shawl on, it's like warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and then he's like, we're drinking dishwater, and and then he's eating <laughs> yeah. a steak with a salad and port wine and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the juxtaposition is insane, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then they 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 trick the dog. They take the they ga- they all gather their steak. Well, the one guy dies. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the guy they go. Well, look, we need another blanket for this guy because he's, he's like freezing. old and he's freezing to death, and he's like. Well, we don't have it in our budget. God, this reminds me so much of what you were talking about. And this is almost a parallel. This is almost a parallel. But anyway, he goes, "Oh well, I can't have it in the budget, you know." So as too a, bad. As a disclaimer, I've worked at very like a lot of different places, so Where you can't like this you can't pin this down on any I one want place. One person, yeah, yeah, so it's anyway. happened before. But it was just like disclaimer, boom. <laughs> so anyway, the, the the blind guy gets mad and he like knocks the th- and the dog goes to attack him and the yeah. guy stops him. So, you know, the dog's, like, freaking evil. Yeah, the dog's, yeah, the dog's a, he's been trained to be, 
kicking yeah. ass. He kicks ass. So these blind guys obviously know their way around because they know how to get up and the stairs and they they you know so they know their way around they're they're like they're blind but they they have they're, they're the guy the guy even said even though we're blind all of our other senses are very heightened, heightened so that's why we feel cold very much and we can hear very well and yeah blah blah so anyway like he he goes up to the guy and he goes look something's wrong and the guy the the, the major goes under he goes well he's dead. So yeah, they're huh. like, oh well, okay. So uh, they go, oh yeah, really? Okay. So um, they all gang up on. The yeah, they trick the dog. They, which dogs would be easy to trick. They just like put they meat. Yeah, they, they, put they, all, meat. they all from their their place. They save a piece of bacon. Mm-hmm. And they put it in um, like a, a, in a trail in into a this trail. into this room. And the dog, of course, just eats it piece by piece by piece. And then they lock it up. So now the dog's trapped. Yeah. So now this guy's kind of lost his his train. He's just in his room looking for something. Yeah. And they all rush him, all like twenty. He's filling his cigarette case. That's what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they yeah they they bum rush him and grab him. And they like lock him in this little dungeon on the bottom. The dog's in one cell, and the guy's in another one. And they're both like there for a couple days without any food. So the dog's going insane. Yeah. They make a point of that. The you know, the the guy that keeps going to talk to him. Patrick McGee, yeah, he's Patrick a great McGee, actor. He, it, they never say it, but you can tell he's he knows this guy uh, from something. From, he has a feeling he, for him. Yeah. Well, no, he no, he was one of his soldiers, or he well, was I think something. He, well, I think he said something. Well, I was never in the army, but yeah, you get the impression that he knows. He knows him. He's there. They have a history, but you don't yeah, know what. But from. you don't know what it's from because because yeah. just the, the hatred the, on his face from the beginning. The subtle, yeah, he knows the voice, the subtleties. He, you the type of you person. know there is something there. Either they had another guy like him before, and something happened, or whatever. Or, yeah. or even though he said he wasn't in the army, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. So, but anyway, so you hear a lot of construction going on while they're in this locked up in this thing. Of course, you have to suspend your disbelief big time now because you've got blind guys building this. Eh, I think a, I think a blind craftsman could still build. Yeah, stuff, probably. You know? Yeah. And it wasn't perfect. No, no. It no. was cobbled it together was when enough, you come out. Yeah. You know, so I think. I could see where that would be realistic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that they so after a couple of days the door opens. Yep. And there's like a constructed hallway. Uh-huh. And as you're going down the hallway, like his door closes. So now you have to go only one way. And then you go a little bit further and he can't get out and then he gets to this one part where there's a hallway of razors. Yeah. And this freaking this goes through you cuz just God enough damn it. just yeah, cuz razor blades, you know, cuz you felt you've been cut by them before. Yeah. So you know how sharp I use that kind of feels. razor. Yeah. I still use the original old Scott. Like you open it up. My grandfather's old razor. I still oh, use that awesome. with the double sided. That so, is awesome. And I've nicked myself in yeah. that. And yeah. I know I know my way around a blade. Those have gotten me. They yeah. they're freaking sharp. Yeah. And they even after you're done using them, they're barbed and they're sharp. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not cool. And these are two rows yep. with enough room to, to barely enough link room to through. And he still through. got them a couple times. Yeah, and he's still like, <gasps> and then you feel that because the same way with the other, with the uh, yeah, with that little movie I was talking about, you, you know, stuff that you can relate to. That's you. I, we've all been razor. cut. I've yeah. been cut a lot of times, and you don't ever forget it. Yeah, I remember every single time I've gotten cut. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you just yeah, you're like, usually, God damn it! Usually you, know, <laughs> you haven't had your head chopped off or you know doing all that yeah. stuff, but yeah, you do remember getting cut by a razor. So a guy's able to maneuver his way. Through the razor, he's got a little bit of light, so he can see what he's doing. And yeah, he's, he's maneuvering. 
So, you know, he thinks that he's done, and then he goes to, and he sees, like, another door at the very Makes it through the razor yeah, passage, and, yeah, and then you look down the hall, and you hear the, the string pulls the door, the door creaks open, and... Mr. Hungry Doggy. This dog is nuts, because they even had made mention that when he doesn't eat, this dog goes, goes berserk. Yeah. So, this dog puts his needs before anyone else's yeah, in reality. Yeah. Like, you got to feed this dog or you're yeah, dead. Or you're dead, yeah. First thing he sees, he eats, yeah. Yep, and then he just loses so then, So then, like, the dog's light out, and all of a sudden the guy turns around and he sees the razor blades, and then he cuts to the <sighs> blind guy and he turns off the light. Yeah. So then you just hear, ah! So take your pick. Eaten by a dog or cut to bits by a razor? I would have taken the dog. I think I could take out a dog. Eh, probably, probably. Give him your forearm and cut then just his, take cut his, his neck. neck. Break yeah. his neck. Well, that's what I mean. You give him, the, give him your forearm so yeah. he bites into it, and then and you just, just gouge his, his neck from yeah. underneath and kill yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Which I hate. I don't. I don't. I would never you're do not, that. You're not, you're not, this, isn't, this isn't a. a this isn't a fun idea. I'm gonna go do. How to do this or anything? <laughs> I'm just like saying, that. like, if I was given the choice of dying or killing a dog. I'm going to kill the dog. I don't want to, but you have to. Yeah. But anyway, so... So anyway, these are all, like, little moral stories, yeah. and they're all, like, you know, the evil rich, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever you yeah. want to make of it. I just came up with... That just hit me. Nice. And then that last one was that they had that other level to it, but, you know, that we were talking so about, the, so... Yeah, so then basically they stand up, and, they, and the guy's like, I'm not going to listen anymore to this, and he's like, well, this is just a way station. And yeah, you're, yeah. You, you, you know, you've committed horrible things, and he opens up the... The thing, and the rich guy goes, oh, I'm going to leave. And then he goes, ah, falls into a pit of fire. Because yeah. it's obvious from these stories where uh, where everyone is going. Yes. They're not going to go floating, ascending into heaven. They're no. falling into the other. No. Sulfur pits of hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a couple yeah. of them, like the one guy who's cheating on his wife, yeah, that's pretty bad. But do you really have to go to hell for that? I guess you do. Yeah. I don't know. You yeah, know? I don't all that know. stuff. I don't know. I'm not big on that. I don't know. So anyway... I love these anthology Loved movies. It. They, don't, they don't really make them that much. I like them more than I thought I ever would. They used to make a lot of them in the 70s. And this one was really good. You know, um, I really enjoyed it. Start to finish, uh, it doesn't feel like an old movie. Sometimes pacing is much different. Yeah. Com- uh, older stuff to newer stuff. Sometimes lighting and shots and mood and stuff just kind of changes. Everything has to be more amped up and stupid now. This one, I'm, you don't even notice it. It's They're very good stories. They're very well shot, very well written. And, and the thing, too, is that they're fast moving, which is good, because they only have X amount of time, and they're done yeah. within a 90-minute time frame. So yeah, of you're doing five of it. these things in 90 minutes with setup and exit. Yeah. And the setup was pretty long. It was You're about 12 minutes in before this thing yeah. starts ramping up into the story, so you're talking about yeah, yeah, accelerating. Yeah. And, you know? of course, I know you liked it because they all had downbeat endings. Sure did. <laughs> And if you you want to get on my good side, realistic down <laughs> down spiral ending. Down beat ending. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. So yeah. what I, what are you going to give this one? I want to give it an 8.5. Yeah, I'm even going higher. I'm going 9.5, man. I, wow, there you I go. I love this movie. There I loved it go. a lot. I'll probably watch this again a couple times. I'm like, glad you loved it, man. You really, you really, uh, what, a, what a gift. You know what I mean? Like, usually we, we pick stuff that's a little bit wacky, a little bit offbeat, but Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown pulled out... Uh, a real, oh, a real gem. This is a really great movie. Now, I, th- there was a follow-up movie, not really that great, called Vault of Horror, which is also the name of another comic book that EC put oh, out. Okay. But not really. It was okay. I mean, yeah. if if it's on YouTube, if you're like interested, watch it. Yeah. It has a few good segments, but the See, first like, one. And even one. any of them. I mean, I I haven't watched these for hundred years, but Creep Shows are out there. Creep Show, yeah. There's a lot Tales of from the dark side. The movie. The, uh, uh, there was a couple stories in the HBO series of the Tales from the Crypt that were just great. Yeah, they were good, a couple of that them. That one yeah. where the guy thinks his wife's cheating on him and he murders her and then he comes through the door with her head and they go, surprise! 
And they're they, all based on the comic they, book. And they were because they were making a surprise, and that one had that comic book feel. Yes. They did that like p- turning pages and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, they did so, that on this TV uh, show. But this one, uh, you know, it's it's played straight. Everything is played straight. It's a really great movie. Uh, there were there were other the, the original anthology was a movie from the 40s called Dead of Night, which was five stories all supernatural. Had one great segment, four segments which were okay. Yeah. And then in the 60s, they had some called Torture Garden, The House of Drip Blood or whatever. But this one, just because of the comic book tie-in, it was definitely yeah. like a big draw. It was good. All right. And a great trailer, too. Well, we've ran really long. We're about a half hour over, so... Uh, great. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. All right. That's it for this week. I'm Mal. Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you next time with probably not as good a movie. <laughs>